Welcome to part 10, the final part of an interview with Roman Harambura on his book The Dream Assassin, Volume 1. Let's continue. So are you planning to run some seminars in the future? And if so, where, may I ask? Well, Boondall um, Entertainment Centre is the first place my wife and I wish to run our first seminar called The Art of Self-Rejuvenation. Um, we feel that it will draw in the crowds and we feel that it's something that is a necessity, especially with the Coronas 19 um, that has occurred over the last four or five months. So, yes, Michael, we are. But the other one we're looking at is um, the art of um, imagination and also the art of life after physical death. A lot of people from what we've researched are looking for answers and they're not finding it in the normal mainstream line. So we're looking at doing it and evolving a lot of reality of where people go when they take their last breath of their human life and the life they're about to exist in. So yes, we are going to be running seminars, but it may not happen probably for another six, maybe even 12 months because of what is occurring, but also we're looking for um, um, people to actually invest because to run a big seminar, like at the Boondool Entertainment Centre, you're looking at 10,000 people. I think they hold about 12 or 13,000, but we're looking at doing a huge one. And at the same time, we could actually sell my books. Beautiful. And you're uh, looking for an, like an events manager or an agent promoter? Definitely a person that will actually promote it. That's right. I believe the Boondal Entertainment Centre does have those facilities. And I am looking at actually making contact shortly just to discuss the options. Yeah. And this is in, yeah. This yeah. Is in Queensland for people that didn't know. It is it's in Queensland. That's right. On the northern side of Queensland, yes. Yeah, and so some of these, uh, yeah, I've I've got a few written here in front of me. These could be like I've got the art of self rejuvenation, the art of imagination, the art of self realization, the art of creating, manifesting self worth. Is the are these seminars that you could actually combine over over two days? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you can run all those. Are you looking at the 48 different topics, are you? No, I'm just looking here on question 31. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, you can actually run. Each one of those is a day seminar within itself. It can be run over a longer period of time. Uh, there's a lot more knowledge, a lot more um, depth, but you can do them just on one day. Normally, it's a six-hour day plus your lunch and your morning teas. So it's a fairly long day. Yeah, I see. I want to ask you, did you do any research in writing your book? No. The only, re <laughs> the only research, <laughs> that's a pretty straight out answer, wasn't it? The, the only research, Michael, that I've actually done is the inner self that I am connected to. It's like, many people can do this, I know that, but it's like... When I start writing, all the different characters and all their dialogue, it's like I know exactly where I'm going. And sometimes I can actually look 30 pages ahead and know exactly where it's going to take me. And when I come back and I finish that 30 pages, it's exactly like what I saw. Mm. We are connected to the divine consciously through thought consciousness. 
I have spent over 51 years of my human life developing that ability. Now, some people in um, different organizations worldwide, like America, Russia, China, a few Australia, England, I think Germany, they use a thing called remote viewing. Now, remote viewing is a system that was started by the KGB in Russia a long time ago through the Cold War, where they would go into a room and they would sit and they would practice this type of meditation to see what they could see in front of them, like pictures. And over a period of time, they realized that they could actually see these pictures and they would write everything down automatically. Then they would compile it all to see if that's going to help them have an advantage over somebody else, whether it's a country or themselves or their governments. And it became a really big thing, a big secret, but a really big thing. I've actually taken it probably a thousand, maybe two thousand steps forward because I've always had the ability to know what's about to occur in most situations. Not all, in most. And when I close my eyes, I can create a video, a movie, and I can see it happening and I can control it with my mind. It's like I'm already playing that movie and that's how I wrote uh, Volume 1 in The Dream Assassin and that's how I'm writing Volume 2 because we all have that ability. We just need to spend some time developing that creativeness, connecting with the divinity within us. Wow. <laughs> some time to me feels like several more lifetimes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, uh, back uh, to the book. Uh, I, you actually touched on this earlier, but I wanted to uh, fully ask the question. When you create or imagine your characters, your main characters, and write a description like you did in the front pages of your book, knowing full well that you wrote the book so it could be created into a movie or two, do you use imagination to, say, pick a certain actor that you feel may fit the part of your upcoming movie? And would you share those actors to the listeners? Absolutely. When I started writing, uh, actually, I've got to go back one, one more step. When I was having these experiences, which seemed to happen for quite a long length of time and seemed to actually follow like in chapters, which was really interesting, I was amazed. I couldn't wait to go to bed. <laughs> to get into my dream state, yeah, and and I would continue these dreams, which they're not dreams, by the way, they're actual reality. But I remember one time seeing Nicolas Cage. As I walked down the street, I saw him standing there in this long cape with this long hair put back into a ponytail. And he stood there like he was a magician. And I saw him creating these energy balls. And I said, hang on, I was doing that. But what it was showing me was that Nicolas Cage, because of his diversity in his acting field, he could play mystical man. So that threw another spanner into my thinking. Then I used to put my thought concentration onto Frank Hartley. I said, okay, well, who could play Frank Hartley? Well, it's like my physical 
consciousness was so connected to my spiritual consciousness, connected to my dream state, that when I went into my sleep time, I was already seeing the characters or I was playing out those characters. I saw myself as Frank Hartley. I saw myself as Philip Dustin. And then I realized Frank Hartley, wow, that guy John Cusack could actually play Frank Hartley. So I could see all these different actors like Edward Keenan, who's the events manager coordinator at the Yankee Stadium, who could play him. Naturally, Danny DeVito, absolutely perfect for it. So I wrote him as a character into the first novel, The Dream Assassin. But I also said, well, what happens if Danny DeVito doesn't want to play it? I saw Jack Black. I saw him play in a few movies. And I said, well, there you are. There's my second choice. So that's how I created all the actors. Yeah, I see. And um, Jasmine? Jasmine, yes. You know that woman that played in Bones? Yeah, I looked her up. It, yes, yeah. um, I just can't. she got a strange back name. I can't remember her last name. Oh, hang on. I should have it here. Um, um, oh, I can't think of it. Yeah. She's actually, she's actually got a twin sister. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it Deshano? Deshan- that's it. That's how, it. Do you, how do you pronounce Deshan- that? I think it's Deshanel. Yeah, so it's something Zo- like Zoe that. Claire Deshanel? That's right. And then Emily is a twin sister. Emily, Emily that's right. So I actually used both of them. One was to play Shannon Getty. That's Tyron Getty's um, wife, which was, which is Mystical Man. Mm-hmm. The other one is to play Jasmine. Now, either one can play either part. Because mm-hmm. they're twins. Or, yeah, because they're twins. Now, one, you can notice there is a slight difference, a very slight difference. But either one could play it or you could use one person. But I liked the way she acted, so I used her. And even um, Michelle. Michelle was the first one to suggest it to me. So that's why I went on that one. I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. And the other but, one Michelle might have mentioned was Emily Blunt. That's right. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt could also play that part. She could actually go double, like she could play um, Shannon and also play um, Jasmine. Sure. Yeah, beautiful. I, I believe, I think a lot of writers actually are beginning to look at different characters of different actors or actresses and they're sort of writing that their novels to play that person out. Mm-hmm. It's like if a film producer said to me, well, look, you know, you've done all the dialogue. Um, I'm just asking, who would you recommend for that part? I would say, well, personally, I'd like to see Nicolas Cage play Mystical Man. I think he'd do fantastic. Oh, yeah. What would be your second choice? Um, he played in The Doctor in Star Trek. And he also played in... Um, part of the Lord of the Rings, and he also played in Pete's Dragon. He was one of the brothers. Carl Urban? Yeah, that's him. Well, he would play that because he's got that type of face where he can be um, angry, happy, smiling, cheeky. So he can play all those parts. You can yeah. see it in his face. But he's got a strong character also where he played in um, Lord of the Rings. He had a really strong character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yes. 
Oh, Roman, we are coming to the end of this interview on The Dream Assassin Volume 1. It's been a long and wonderful journey, and we've split it into parts on the podcast for people listening. Congratulations to those who've made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I really, really, and I'm sure other people do really appreciate the um, depth you went into with the different subjects of life. It's been valuable for me and I'm sure many, many other people as well. Um, let me ask you, where can people purchase this book? Most of the internet stores like um, Amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, um, Booktopia, ABE, uh, a lot of the different uh, readings.com. They also have it physically in their bookstores. Uh, you can buy it from me, have it signed through my internet or um, directly, you know, writing to me because I think I've allowed myself to have my email address in um, the Dream Assassin Volume 1. Yes, and you've got your email address at your website, etcconsciousness.com. That's correct. And also um, the um, website called thedreamassassin.com, it's it's also in that. One of the things I have to say, Michael, quickly, um, also... What you just said, I, I really appreciate your kindness in words and for also um, taking the time to interview me on, on my new book. I also want to say Volume 2 is a continuation in Chapter 8 from Chapter 7 from Volume 1. And if you were, sh- if you were shocked, enlightened, amazed by, say, Volume 1 in some of the magic, some of the characters – uh, storyline, description, well, you just wait until you read Volume 2 because the carry-on from Chapter 7 to Chapter 8 in in Chapter 8 is very significant where Mystical Man really creates some tremendous magic to, to annihilate a race of beings that he didn't want to but he had no choice. So, and then when we go into Chapter, chapter 9 which I've nearly completed chapter nine. It's so long. Uh, it just tells a complete, another story. I noticed, uh, cause you, you, you actually show, what do you call it? Like a synopsis, synopsis of the f- of future chapters. Yes. In, very small, very small. That's right. Yeah. I noticed like, cause I, I find it interesting and I think it's very good that, uh, this character is born in volume one born as in comes about with all these skills and he's limitless but then in in volume two there's like there's areas of potential kind of kryptonite as in you know weaknesses in in his limitlessness that's right which adds to the suspense and 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 that of the story it's i'm yeah intrigued to, to read it especially with um one of the stories where uh his his beautiful darling is um kidnapped uh, Jasmine is actually kidnapped by these very ruthless people that that knows about mystical man and his abilities, and they want the child. They want the child because they know the child will have the power, whether it's a male or female. And they know that they can sell and ransom off that child as well as the wife <laughs> for an un- unbelievable amount of money and power. And mystical man just cannot handle the emotion of not just losing his first wife and his two children, which he thought he dealt with, but then to have 
his second wife, who is a twin sister of his first wife, suddenly kidnapped, knowing that she's pregnant and due to have a baby in about a month and a half. Oh, wow. So he loses it, and he has to literally find someone that he can console in, and who he consoles in, cons- consoles with is Philip Dustin, who literally takes him to high up into the Philippines, where this master of meditation exists. And that's where he finds himself again and goes back with a vengeance, I can tell you. That's cool. Hmm. That's so cool. Well, sorry, were you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, if people want to actually write to me also from the podcast, they can also just write on my my current um, email address, and that is kuntakis at gmail.com, and that's K-U-N-T-A-R-K-I-S at gmail.com so they can ask questions and it takes probably two weeks maybe even three weeks for me to answer them easy well thank you so much Roman, for giving me the opportunity to interview on this i look forward to many more recordings and interviews that'd be great um i want to just say any final words all i want to say is thank you michael so much and to the people who will be listening to the podcast and yes please have an open mind and an open heart. I have never asked anyone to believe what I express, even in my books. But if you open your heart and your mind, you will know the same truth. Very good. Thank you, Roman. And that concludes. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. That concludes this interview on The Dream Assassin Volume 1. Till next time. Cheers. Thank you.